Hi, Dennis. Hello, Sheila. Can you hear me? We uh, will be starting at 11.15. Okay, what, what, what are you going to cover briefly? on? Um, because I need to go down and get some things set up in the meat lab for a one o'clock class. Hi, Rick. Good morning. All right. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and get started. This is the first of our webinar series. Welcome to the event. We have a relatively short presentation today, just an introduction into the Nebraska poultry industry expansion. And this is being recorded so that it will be available to all extension educators. And just for your information, we will also be posting the recording on our website, our animal science website under poultry extension. So I'm gonna go now to the shared presentation, which is a PowerPoint. And I mainly want to talk about what's going on in the poultry production and management side and poultry expansion here and talk a little bit about terminology and numbers. And make sure I can do this correctly. Do slideshow. Okay, so we want to talk a little bit about poultry expansion in Nebraska. And I want to make everybody aware that there are two types of housed chickens in our state. There are chickens that are grown on the floor, which would be primarily broiler chickens grown for meat products. And then chickens housed in cage types of systems, which are primarily the chickens that are producing eggs. Um, the egg type chickens are kept in cages or aviaries for over a year. So their longevity is much longer than the broiler chicken in which the longevity will be more to an age of around six to eight years, with a down period in between different cycles and different flock periods. What is going on with poultry consumption? Poultry consumption has had a steady incline over the last even just 15 years. 
the last five years, you'll see the green bar showing the incline in chicken consumption compared to a relatively stable consumption of beef and a slight rise three years ago in pork consumption. So total protein consumption is high in the United States and still increasing for poultry. Thereby the demand for chicken by the U.S. consumer is also increasing. The poultry industry sectors include the broiler industry, which is the meat sector, commercial egg industry, producing eggs for consumption, and then also the turkey industry, which again is primarily for a meat product um, consumption. We have all three sectors represented in Nebraska. However, our primary industry has always been egg production, not as strong in broiler or turkey. When you look at broiler production by the state, it has traditionally been aligned with the southeast part of the United States, with the leading states being Georgia, Arkansas, Alabama, those are our traditional high producing broiler states. Nebraska's been very small. We've had one operation, Smart Chicken and Tecumseh Poultry, which is the same company um, they're marketed under Smart Chicken. So we have that small blue hash. With the um, addition of the Costco plant, I don't think we'll be quite to the point of being a solid blue state, but we have the potential to be a solid blue state because of our easy access to commodities and land for fertilizer application, as well as a tremendous water resource here in our state. Turkey production, we also have a hash bar um, presence in turkey production in the United States. I do not see us increasing in turkey production in the near future, largely like we will in broilers. However, we do have a new turkey um, hatchery in Beatrice, and that is definitely helping our turkey numbers and potential to increase in turkey production. And then finally, commercial egg. This has been our strength for the last 25 years. Here in Nebraska, we are known as an egg producing state. We rank usually around ninth to 10th in egg production in the United States. However, this is a very mature industry in our state that is seeing upgrades in housing and not necessarily increase in numbers. So overall, the value of poultry in the United States, it Primary value comes from broiler production. There are many more pounds of broiler meat consumed than there are dozens of eggs. However, eggs does rank second behind broilers in the United States, and then finally followed by turkeys and other types of poultry products. So the growth in the broiler industry has come and is coming to Nebraska. That's gonna be our growth sector. The poultry industry's economic structure is a little different than what we have traditionally seen with Nebraska livestock. Most commercial production is vertically integrated with contracts. Um, 
you will find as you work with different um, potential producers in this state and in your counties that contract production is what's being offered to, to them. And there's a lot of different factors taken into an account with a contract. And we could have a webinar on specifically what to look for in contracts later on, probably with an outside speaker. There are growth specialty market sectors as well. Um, nutrient enhanced poultry products, organic, that support independent producers and marketers. When you look at a vertically integrated structure, you'll find that the potential integrator is going to be the primary investor as well as the contract producer. The primary investor, let's take for example um, Smart Chicken and Tecumseh Poultry, they actually in their situation own the um, processing plant and further processing. They do not own a feed mill. They have an outside company contracted to bring in the feed. They do not own a hatchery. They buy chicks from an outside hatchery. And then they have contract grow out houses as well as company owned houses. That is a very specific structure to that company. The new company that's um, building in our state, Costco, is more of a traditional integrator um, schematic such that they will own breeder stock. They are building a hatchery, a feed mill, and a processing plant. Those three major structures they are building in the Fremont area. They are contracting with farms and producers to produce the fertile eggs at breeder farms. They're also contracting with producers to put up grow out houses to grow their chicks. And so this schematic from the National Chicken Council correlates very well with what's going up with the Costco plant. What they are not doing, they are not building a rendering plant at this time. So byproducts from the processing plant and the hatchery will most likely be going to Darling Industries, which we might guess. And I can't completely confirm that. But this chart also shows the flow of the commodities, corn, soybean meal, through the feed meal into the rations, as well as the flow of the fertilizer coming back to the fields. And it's a good to recognize that nothing is wasted or considered really a waste that cannot be um, put through some types of process so that it's going back into the stream of fertilizer or coming out of the rendering plant um, going probably to pet foods. And that's not necessarily resembled in this chart. Terminology, it's very important as educators work with potential producers or potential businesses that are going to be doing business with the poultry industry that we understand correct terminology. Um, chickens, the young females are called pullets and the males are called cockerels. Um, they may or may not be 
grown sex separate. Um, in many instances, they are grown sex separate, but if they are grown together, it's called a straight run. A mature female obviously is called a hen, and a mature male, a rooster. Um, given the um, increase in hatchery business as well in Nebraska, the new Hendricks hatchery in um, Grand Island will have the unfortunate task of having to destroy day-old cockroaches. Um, unfortunately, in the commercial egg industry, there's not a lot of need for cockroaches or roosters in a hen house. Um, so there are some animal welfare issues that you may get asked about as well, what is happening with the cockerels at those hatcheries. And the primary thing that's happening is that they are euthanized and disposed of. Going to turkeys, the young poults include females, which are called hens, and then males are called toms. It's just a little something different in the turkey industry, but you should be aware of it as you're talking with potential um, businesses and growers. The breeds used to develop modern synthetic lines are quite different for meat production versus egg production. And the meat production breeds included the um, several American breeds that years ago came together for the modern hybrid broiler, uh, included the New Hampshire breed, White Plymouth Rock, and Cornish. So if you go out and look at a modern broiler chicken, it's not a purebred, it is a cross. They have high growth rates and carcass characteristics to produce basically the intensity of selection right now is for breast meat yield, not um, necessarily um, prolific egg production. Those um, birds for egg production are more the commercial layers. When you look at the egg production process, the cycle for reproduction is more quick than it is with other types of livestock, therefore um, improving the efficiencies of meat production or protein production in poultry. Grandparent rearing takes 18 weeks to just grow a chicken to the point of reproduction. And the grandparents producing hatching eggs is what will start first in the Costco operations. So I'm not sure about the open house last Thursday, which particular type of house it was but my guess is it could have been a grandparent rearing house. They are producing eggs that will go to the hatchery, will be incubated, and egg chick takes three weeks to incubate for hatch. Once that egg is hatched, then we have parent rearing. Parent rearing will include both the rooster and the hen. However, the ratio is such that one rooster can service around eight to 10 hens. So there will still have to be euthanasia of extra um, cockerels at the hatchery in that particular step. The parent rearing should start up in a company like Costco, probably I would say next spring. Parent rearing, all of those fertile eggs go to the hatchery and hatch and then those particular chicks are taken out for pullet or broiler re rearing. This particular example is in commercial egg.
production process. So it takes 17 months to get that commercial layer from the grandparent to the layer. It doesn't take that long in the broiler situation. You can take out quite a few months and you'd be around nine to 10, all right? So this is not overnight, just go get eggs, put them in the incubator and have chicks ready to rear. Um, there's quite a process and investment by the company getting them ready to that point. Nebraska poultry numbers, going back to broilers, that's where our primary expansion is occurring right now. And obviously everybody's aware of the Costco project, but we have a very strong, um, I wanna say stable and mature company with um, Smart Chicken. It did get bought out by Tyson this year. Um, and the main reason is Tyson wanted to expand their organic poultry product line and they bought Smart Chicken because they're one of the top three um, organic poultry product producers in the United States. And Costco will be processing in one day the same number that Smart Chicken processes in a week. So it's going to be 250, I believe, to 300,000 birds a day. So that's quite a jump in growth for the number of chickens and all the auxiliary buildings, contract producers, and businesses to um, support that growth. Our current laying hen expansion has primarily been through a hatchery, which is already online in Grand Island, Nebraska, Hendricks Company, and they are basically producing egg pullets um, for, I think they're growing all, all across the nation, not just Nebraska. They're being exported to other states as well and possibly even internationally. So the hatchery growth in this state has been through a layer stock hatchery, the one in Grand Island. Hendricks also has a turkey hatchery, which is already in line in Beatrice area. And then finally, broiler hatchery. A hatchery will be built in, is already under construction in Fremont, Nebraska to support the Costco project. Um, and for your information, the chicks that are hatched specifically for smart chicken are brought in from Welps Hatchery in Iowa. And I would anticipate smart chicken eventually having their own hatchery as well in this state. And hatcheries have a very unique challenges. Um, they do have a number of materials that have to be recycled as they come out of hatcheries. Hatchery waste is a very specific um, type of waste. And if you happen to be working in one of those counties, it would be good for you to be aware of how that waste is handled and um, recycled into other products. The challenges for poultry expansion um, obviously, building permits for contract producers has been a challenge in certain counties and um, areas where the expansion has been pretty closely housed near, um, let's say, urban areas. Um, just for example, I got a call from someone who lives in Blair, Nebraska last week, and he wanted to find out where the nearest chicken house was, where he could just go by and smell how bad it was. And that was a very interesting um, conversation and call 
to kind of settle that person and help them be aware of the housing um, situation of new boiler houses and the um, risk to him about the odor and how odor or how um, dust is handled within these new structures. So I think it's very important that we continue to have a conversation with those types of callers to help provide some scientific information about what the real risks are. Um, new infrastructure. This is new for many um, county educators to get used to the infrastructure, how decisions are made, how a, um, I want to say, overall manager and team from a company may work with that producer, and that producer may get information from that team um, that they may be contracting with before they get information from county extension educators. So it's a different type of um, relationship that we're building um, on behalf of not just the producers, um, farmers using the waste, and then how they work with the integrator. And then finally, that neighbor acceptance um, issue that we all know has been very important. Rick's Kelsch, Dr. Kelsch came up with this particular diagram and it's in the flyer that I sent out to everybody and um, should be in a publication that's already um, online. Broiler house traffic. This is one of, again, the challenges is infrastructure, road support, um, businesses, businesses to provide trucks and transportation needs and service. It's huge. But it's not that different from what already exists in the infrastructure for harvest and um, taking your commodities to market. The primary trucks are coming in with feed delivery and finished birds going out. And it's about two loads per week. And it's not ridiculously high. I, I'm not sure which roads merit may be stressed. Again, the county educators will have a better idea where houses are going in and what type of stress this will um, perhaps bring to bridges being out that have been out or going out or, or being redone. So this is a nice diagram with some pretty good takeable take-home messages that educators can use as they're working with potential growers in their counties. Okay, I'm gonna stop that share and come back online. I see we have several other people, primarily, primarily our faculty. Um, but again, this I wanna remind everybody that this is being recorded and it will be available online um, at our animal science website under poultry extension so that any educators or people who have further questions can hook in and ask those questions. And it would also be available to the general public as well, but we want to have it available to educators first. Um, I'm gonna stop here and ask if anybody has any questions or comments. Yeah, hi Sheila, Don Reynolds here, can you hear me? Everybody's pretty quiet. Hi, Sheila. Can you have you something? Are you saying something? Yes. Don Reynolds here. Rick, I can't hear you if you are, but. Um, uh, Sheila, this is Rick. Uh, 
Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and stop recording now. And next week I will host, and I believe Amy Schmidt is speaking next week. And if anybody has any concerns or follow-up, feel free to email me, and we will have this available online very shortly. Thank you.